Welcome to See the World Differently. Come explore and discover the world around you. Hello, welcome to this month's episode of See the World Differently with Oceanscape Yachts. I'm your host, Rebecca Taylor, and today I was joined by Brian Major. Um, You may recognize his name. He's a travel journalist. He's also a managing editor at Travel Pulse. Um, He's the host of the Complete Caribbean Travel Pulse podcast, along with Sarah Greaves Gabadon, who you may recognize, um, Jet Set Sarah. She was on the podcast about a year ago. Um, And other than that, he has a few other hats he talks about, but he's a Caribbean specialist um, and a traveler. He's had a lot of experience in the travel sphere from cruising to um, being more land-based and now hitting the road again after a long time during the pandemic. So it was really great to catch up with Brian and get a little bit of insight into how he got into the industry and what his upcoming travel looks like. And of course, he shares some excellent uh, locations that you should check out and Luckily for us, he also shared some good info on some of the best islands right now in the Caribbean in terms of entry requirements um, and what you can expect when you get there. So it was really great getting that insight from him. We are recording this uh, mid-June, so with things changing so quickly um, during this pandemic, always check the government websites of where you're traveling to. Uh, But I really hope you enjoy this episode with Brian. If you don't already, Please subscribe uh, in iTunes and Google Play. You'll get a notification every time there's a new episode. And while you're there, why not leave us a quick little review um, just so we know that you're listening. We love hearing from you. Uh, Without further ado, here is Brian. Today we're here with Brian Major. He's the managing editor for Travel Pulse, a a podcast host himself now, among many other talents. Uh, Brian, thanks so much for joining us today. Can you share a little bit about yourself for our listeners? Sure, Rebecca. Hi. First, thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, I am um, managing editor for, actually, my title's a little long. It's managing editor for digital guides and publications and the Caribbean (laughs) for travelpulse.com. Basically, I'm, you know, I'm an editor who who is in the Caribbean and travels around the Caribbean, who I did before the outbreak (laughs) quite frequently, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) write about the destination. I also have some of of a long cruise background. Um, I have been a reporter for trade publications covering cruises for quite a long while, um, in the 1990s and the early 2000s. And then, um, for a while I was a public relations person for the Cruise Lines International Association, the public relations director, actually. So I've been around travel for for quite a bit, but uh, I'm very happy to be covering the Caribbean these days. Yes. My my primary focus. And we were just chatting before we hit record. You're doing your first trip, too, in a few days, right? Back to the where you're meant to be the Caribbean back and forth again. <laughs> that is correct. I am. It's ironic too, because I'm going to be traveling to the British Virgin Islands. Um, and that was the last international destination I visited before the outbreak and before the travel shut down. So in a way I'll be able to um, kind of look through, a, I, I guess I'm thinking now I'll be able to do a, a before and after. <laughs> of, of a sort, um, you know, pre and post pandemic. Um, but it's a wonderful place. It's a wonderful destination, and it's it's distinctive, like a like like a lot of Caribbean destinations. It's 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 distinctive in hidden ways. Um, so I'm really fortunate to be going back. Definitely, and how kismet that it's like you say it's the last place you went to, and now the first one you'll go back to. So you'll really be able to compare how things have changed yeah. and protocols and everything else, but I'm sure you'll probably just be so excited to be 
somewhere totally different, <laughs> a different country and different beaches and things to look at. So I, I, uh, yes, <laughs> yes. In a word, yes. Yeah. I will be excited to be back on the road again. Good. Well, we look forward to, to seeing the pictures and staying up to date with that. And do you, you know, as you said, normally you are back and forth once travel gets going again and, and, you know, before the pandemic, how often were you going back and forth to the Caribbean? Was it like a lot of travel writers we've spoken to, you know, didn't even know how much food to have in their house when the pandemic first started because they're just <laughs> never home or, you know, I, I need to like do something with my space now because I never realized how uncomfortable I am in my own place. <laughs> or did, Were you really there and back a lot or as no, editor? Well, knowing some of my colleagues, those comments sound quite uh, apropos. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> some of them were in the Caribbean more than I was. And I, prior to the pandemic, um, to the outbreak, I was probably twice a month I'd be traveling to the Caribbean. And I do some other destinations as well. You know, our our, our company... Um, like a lot of travel, like like several travel publications have a shorter staff than in previous years. And we sometimes we, we kind of switch and swap mm-hmm. um, things that we need to have covered for the for the good of the whole publication. Um, but I'm, you know, mostly in the Caribbean, but it, it seemed to be twice a month. Um, I could rely on uh, on average. And I know that will not be anywhere near that, not only for this year, but really for the foreseeable future until um, mm-hmm. we really get far beyond um, where we are now because um, there's significant protocols and and, um, and requirements that you and I were talking about before the podcast. Um, um, uh, authorization you need to uh, obtain, um, travel insurance, there's lots of details related to any international trip and, um, you know, uh, it, it pays to plan. So naturally, it's going to be a different kind of time frame. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, you know, we are seeing these quarantine hotels start to slow down and close up. But I was speaking to um, Martinique Lewis, sorry, from uh, Marty San Diego. And she, oh, yeah. yeah, she goes back and forth to the UK a lot. And she's like, you know, you got to budget in your COVID test, which now has to be like a government one. You can't just get the free one. And then the, there's the COVID hotels. And so you got to make sure that trip that you're going on is really worth it. <laughs> um, but hopefully we are seeing that. Makes, yes, that it's worthwhile and, it's, and you know, and it's, it's the one you want to do. And uh, yeah, because, um, you know, even within the Caribbean itself, the, the island to island um, protocols and processes are very different uh, depending on which island it is. And, you know, the kind of test they would accept, um, the testing time frame to upload uh, results to their um, uh, their systems, even the need to upload results depending on where you're going, um, where differs. So um, and insurance requirements. So yeah, it takes a you know you really it it, it ought to be someplace you you're ready to go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And are you seeing that? Um, professionally, like, are you kind of cautiously booking trips? This is your first one, and then you'll see how that goes. Or do you have more filling up your calendar now that we are seeing more promising signs of recovery? That's a great question. I personally, because I am, <clears throat> I'm, re- you know, I can't, I can't say I'm receiving. I'm receiving offers again, not a lot, but I'm receiving offers of travel again. Mm-hmm. Um, and personally, I am being very circumspect. Uh, I'm following those same guidelines 
personally of being very uh, thoughtful about um, will it be worth it for our magazine's coverage? Is it really something that we will have, you know, something that is, is really new and worthwhile and, 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 and distinctive? Um, because, you know, it, it, I, I want to be cautious and uh, I plan to be cautious. Um, I think for a lot of people, the, the pandemic, certainly in, in, in terms of travel, has, you know, has allowed us to, or has required us to use our judgment yes. <laughs> in, in, you know, in accordance with I, I, the health and, um, and safety requirement um, guidelines of recognized experts. Um, but otherwise, you're using your judgment, and I'm going to be circumspect. That's how I'm approaching it. Yeah. Okay. Wise. Uh, there's a tendency too, right, to be. We've been pent up so long to just say yes to everything, and then afterwards realizing, <laughs> wait. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not that I don't want to. Like I was talking with somebody today, and you know, just like as you, you again, you and I were talking earlier. You know, some your family members hadn't been, you know, even very far away. I live in New York. Right. And I was just talking with someone today. I said, I think the farthest I've been since the pandemic has been New Jersey, okay. <laughs> you know, far away from my home. So How exotic, yeah. Super unusual. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Exotic New Jersey. Beautiful yeah, Jersey. you never uh, would have thought that before, but now it's a whole new perspective. So, yeah. <laughs> I would actually, I, you know, I could drive out to New Jersey right now and hang out for a few hours. And be like, oh, this is so much fun. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, I think the traveling close to home and like the boom that we usually get, because we all usually tend to leave where we're from to go somewhere else on vacation. And it's it has been kind of nice, actually, to see people like reacquaint themselves with their own areas or states or provinces, whatever, whatever it is, you know, not too far from home. And and really discover that there is quite a lot on your doorstep. Maybe um, not that I won't <laughs> be going away as soon as I can, <laughs> but it has been nice to see that. No question about it. Yeah. And do you, you know, speaking of the travel we all want to do, um, do you have any favorite recommendations? Our listeners are always looking for places, you know, especially people like yourselves who oh, get to travel great, quite a bit. Great yeah. question. Um, again, because um, it pays to be careful <laughs> about um it pays to be um, thoughtful about where you're going. And I start to laugh because, um, as you mentioned, I do a podcast with a, a wonderful partner. Her name is Sarah Grease Gabadon. Mm -hmm. um, she is a travel writer who covers the Caribbean as well. And we do a complete, it's called Complete Caribbean, our podcast on travelpulse.com. Um, but she was mentioning, now she's done five trips since the outbreak. I've done zero. She's done five. Okay. Um, she's a full-time freelancer, so she has much more of a impetus right. to to be out on the road as much as possible. She's done five trips. She compared, like she's been in Anguilla and the and Turks and Caicos, and then she's also been in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Now, in Anguilla and the Turks and Caicos, which I recommend both, protocols are at a high level. Um, it's a very, they're both very spacious kind of islands um where there are a lot of secluded beaches um there are a lot of villa accommodations in both anguilla and the turks and caicos so you can have a spaced out kind of personally in your control sun and fun vacation in those destinations <laughs> then she mentioned she also had been in the usvi us virgin islands right which is also accepting um, visitors and uh, and has some advantages to us virgin island and they also have an overflow of vaccine so you can actually get vaccinated while you're 
on vacation in the USVI. But she also mentioned that because of the high level of vaccination, it's like it's like what we see in Florida or Texas. Right. I mean, it's it's kind of no one's wearing a mask or few people are wearing a mask and they're close together and you see um, beaches where there are a lot of people on the beach. Right. And it's almost like a return to the pre-COVID. Like she said, it's kind of a something of a return to the pre-COVID era. Yeah. Um, which, which, let's be honest, Rebecca, some people want that. Yeah. So, um, so these are the things to bear in mind. Um, I think they're both safe overall. Yeah. Um, the, the three options that I mentioned, Turson, Caicos, Anguilla, USVI, it's just a matter of what kind of Caribbean vacation you're looking for. And that's one of the strengths of the Caribbean as you get to know the region is that you can kind of direct yourself toward the experience you want. If you want a low key, I want to relax kind of deal. Um, you, that's certainly available. Um, and then if you want a more inclusive, more kind of activity oriented kind of thing, I'd, I'd recommend USVI, but I'd also recommend Jamaica, which has done a really good job of managing, um, balancing tourism activity with safety and security because they have a they have a geographically based um, system called Resilient Corridors, which basically um, tourists and visitors are restricted to. And it really kind of is a whole coastline. So you're not really losing any of the, the, um, the travel benefits that you'd go there, the amenities, the facilities, the beaches, the activities that you'd go there for. So Jamaica is really good. But it is. It's still a big time. It's Jamaica. It's like the big, big Caribbean experience, big resorts um um uh, kind of bigger beaches and uh lots of activity um and there's also saint lucia i would recommend saint lucia has also done i think <clears throat> it's been one of the caribbean destinations that's been open the longest since the pandemic outbreak they opened they reopened to visitors in the summer of last year which was right. earlier than many Carib- caribbean destinations mm-hmm. so they've been really they, good on but, protocols and sticking to their guns i'm they, guessing Yes, they didn't go down protocols, and they have a different kind of. Um, uh, they have a variety of diverse resorts, so you can you have your boutique type resorts, and you have your larger resorts. So there's a lot of choice there in Saint Lucia. Right, and uh, that's been kind of an unforeseen perk. Really, is since so many people have been granted, we've been able to engage with so many different people, and and you've probably noticed this too from because Travel Pulse has quite a few different podcasts and things. So just being able to actually connect with people, and that's something we've been really trying to showcase. Obviously, yacht vacations, a lot are in the Caribbean, and people tend to stick to the the faves. You know, the Bahamas is always really big, and the USVI and the BVIs. But uh, we've had guests on. Sarah was actually on our podcast, I think, last March. I feel like it was right when the world ground to a halt. She was probably the first person we had. So uh, I think she was actually the one, too, who mentioned, like, I have no idea how much food I should have in my house. Because you're right, she's a freelancer, you know, always on the road. Um, and then just, Sounds like Sarah. Yeah. yeah. And seeing it change for her too, you know, we actually talked about having her back, you know, a year later and, and now she has been doing some travel, but, and then like last month we had someone from Aruba on, so it's showcasing what else is really out there. And and I like what you say, you know, people go to the USVI and maybe they go to their resort or get on their boat and then that's it. But there's actually so much else to discover and, and Jamaica isn't just a sandals resort. It's actually so much else. And maybe these travel corridors is really shedding light on 
other places too that people wouldn't really see or go to normally. So it's been great for these islands to get a little bit of a boost from the locals who want to showcase it. Their backyard is a little bit more exciting than our backyard, I suppose. (laughs) Well, yeah, you raise a good point because um, Jamaica is one of them and St. Lucia is also one that have made it a point to promote what they've called cultural tourism. And that is the, the lesser explored areas of the destination and places where you will have encounters with uh, folks and you'll, you know, you'll, you'll explore areas, as you said, that, that would not get, you know, so much um, attention um, if not for this, you know, I mean, it, 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 we, we, we've, we've all been to such a terrible event, um, but, um, you know, there's always, I like to believe there are always positives that can come out of this and uh, something like this. And that's certainly one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good point. And you, you know, like you say, you you also travel abroad and not, not necessarily just to the Caribbean. Do you have a bucket list that has been amassing as quickly as mine during this time of grounding <laughs> or what, what's your first big trip? And it can be personal or pleasure that you're really looking forward to, or that you'd like to hit, you know, in the next year or two, maybe. <laughs> well, you know, um, there's a couple, um, my wife and I've talked about going to um the the azores nice um so the islands of portugal so we want to do that at some point um i don't know if that's going to come before a trip that we have discussed that is already on the on the itinerary which is a trip to san francisco okay. uh, which is uh, kind of in line with what you and i were talking about before it's not necessarily international but you know certainly it will be exotic after this <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> totally different coast that's good <laughs> yeah the, the other coast and yeah. <laughs> i don't we haven't been there together um i've been there it, it, it's been maybe 15 20 years since i've been in san francisco so it's oh, something wow. and she's not she's from jamaica she my wife is from jamaica so she's not seen all of the, there are a lot of u.s places she has not seen okay nice. so um so we will do that and then you know um that we are planning to do this summer um but then other than that we we've also talked about um going to ghana together so we want to try and do that at some point beautiful so then, be you know it, it's there's always some places, I mean, you know, I have people who tell me, oh, you've been everywhere. I'm like, not even close. I'm like, there are yeah. so many places <laughs> to go. So many wonderful places that yeah. I, you know, have yet to experience. And, you know, hopefully I'll be around to experience a few more. Yeah. Well, it's like the more you travel to, the more you realize you haven't seen. I think there's a quote or something. I, I don't think I came up with that. But uh, I feel like that's probably the thing. Like, if you go to the same place all the time, you're you're kind of not aware of what else is really out there. Um, it's kind of nice to do different things. Like you say, like a nice mix, San Francisco will be a nice city break. And then Azores is Island. Ghana would be amazing just for the culture and history and everything else. So, um, that's excellent. I think those are very good bucket list items. I sure I'll probably steal one or two <laughs> to keep adding to my own list. <laughs> yeah. steal from each other. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Learn and grow together. That's the way inspiration. And that's why it's been really great actually with social media, and people posting, you know, all that inspirational travel, people just want to break, even if it's while looking at your screen, you know, taking two minutes away from work and looking at some beach photos or something to just take us away from reality for a little bit. Absolutely. As as love hate, I think as we all have with 
to some degree with social media. Yes. It has really helped us to get through this. I have to admit, has helped us really to get through this and, and keep that aspirational and, and stay in communication with each other in some form. Yes, true. And you different know, mediums. Because uh, very isolating It's this has been, obviously. Yes, but, definitely. And like you said before, it's nice that we're finally able to talk about some happier things and look forward to the future and talking about upcoming trips again without the unknown kind of hanging over us. So uh, coming out of that unknown, do you tend to plan very far ahead? Like being in the travel industry, do you have any goals or where you might see yourself in five years? Cause you've been in travel so long and with the cruise industry and now travel pulse, do you think you'll still be doing similar things or do you have other completely random aspirations we might not even be aware about? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, you know, in in life, you you have to have goals, and you know, um, I have a I have a, a great affinity for the travel industry. It's been really tremendous to work in this business and to meet the people who are involved in this business, who are, you know, who are open generally to other cultures and other people and other lifestyles. And I think that, you know, that helps all that helps the world tremendously. Um, it's not Nirvana. It's not, perfection, yeah. but, uh, but it's really good. It's a really good business. So, so I, I want to be always uh, involved in that in some degree. Uh, that said, I'm a professional, I'm a trained journalist, you know, I'm a professional journalist. I'm a writer, you know, I, I work in other mediums. I write about music and other things. Um, you know, from time to time and, and work on my own projects. So, uh, you know, I'll continue to, to do that and uh, to, um, to share the human experience mm. the, the best way I am able to, to do that. Um, so, yeah, I am very optimistic about, I, you know, I do have, you know, plans and, you know, um, editorial goals and, and, and writing goals uh, over the next five years. And I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic that, the travel industry as well will will be one that I'll continue to be a part of, but that'll just continue to grow. I I know there'll be more challenges, as uh, as one person was pointing out to me. Said, you know, there's going to be another pandemic. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Let's get through one and then talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. So so we will have challenges, um, but you know. You know, this is this has been a great example. This is like this. Uh, the COVID nineteen pandemic has been a challenge no one foresaw, all encompassing, and we're now looking towards some positive. You know, some good times returning. So, you know, uh, I'm confident we can overcome almost anything. So, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, to another good five years. Awesome. And obviously you're living your passion. You can hear it. So we'll expect to see more from you and, and be able to follow your travels. And and as you grow and your readership grows too, that's what's so great about being a journalist in, in the travel sphere, right? You're the human experience. You're meeting lots of new people and sharing their stories too. So it just has a knock-on effect. Yeah. You know, it's it's the best part about the whole the thing of being um able to work within this, this, in, in this business and to, and to be part of the travel industry is the people and the experiences. Cause um, no matter where you go, you know, you're, it's, I, I found that people in general, I believe people want kind of the same things and, you know, they have many, many more ways to connect than to, 
to disagree. So mm -hmm. uh, hopefully we can continue to to focus on those things um, in our world. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. No, I love. I, I kind of want to end on that note, but I just want to make sure that we plug where to find you. Obviously, Travel Pulse. If you have any other website social handles where people can check up on your travels and things like that, please let us know where to find you. Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, I am probably most active on on Twitter and on um, uh, Twitter where I um, send out the uh, travel news and, and little updates and stuff like that. Um, and uh, on Instagram, where I just kind of chronicle where I'm going and what I'm doing. And it's it's the same handle. It's my uh, first initial, which is B as in boy, major, my last name, B major traveling. So okay. B major traveling on Instagram or at B major traveling on Twitter. Okay. Amazing. Uh, and then of course on travelpulse.com. Yes. Um, and your podcast is on there, which I'll be sure to plug with Sarah as well um, in the show notes for everyone. So don't feel like you had to write that yeah. down. I will put it in the show notes for everyone. Um, and yeah, have a great time in the BVIs and we'll, we'll look to your channels to, to follow your trip. Yeah, it would. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, a great yacht destination, by the way, BVI. Yes. And, uh, you know, so we can, we can certainly talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, know, we would love part. that. Yeah, definitely keep us updated and we'll talk soon. Thank you again, Brian. Thanks a lot. Good talking to you. Thanks for tuning in to See the World Differently. Until next time, keep daydreaming. <laughs>